150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 25. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. So The Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness and prayer to our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Every year I count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch list from January to October Twice a month, I count down from 50 to 31, and then throughout the month of November, which about 10 years ago I dubbed as Persecuted Church Awareness Month, I count down from 30 to number one. It is a countdown. That's why the episode numbers go backwards. Yesterday was episode 26. Today is episode 25. Tomorrow will be episode 24 until the 30th of the month when we get to number one, which is the worst country for Christians based upon the persecution they endure because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So all that being said, it is Saturday, November 6th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. Beijing shuts down Christian school. Hundreds of students are deprived of education. A Christian school in Beijing's Tangzhou district was shut down by the authorities last September, leaving hundreds of students schoolless. China Aid reports that the authorities in Tangzhou district commanded Christian school, quote, the Christian school named Golden Reed Kindergarten and Primary School Learning Center, I promise I'll learn to read sooner or later, to vacate its property and dismiss the school. The school established by Golden Lampstand Church in Beijing has been serving Christian families by providing daycare and education. Thanks to its Christian background, some students who are discriminated against in public schools, such as those with autism or special needs, can still find education here. More than hundreds of children have been attending the school, given its developed daycare, kindergarten, and elementary school. The school's website shows that the campus is fully equipped with its own kitchen, playground, gym, and library. The measure taken by the authorities not only to deprive the students from learning, but the school was also forced to abandon its facilities and suffers great loss. In October, ICC also reported on the raids of several other Christian schools in Jiangsu Province, Zhejiang Province, and Guangdong Province. Homeschooling held by Early Rain Covenant Church in Sichuan has also been repeatedly raided. The trend shows that China is actively squeezing out space for Christian schools to exist. All religious schools need to submit to the control of the Chinese Communist Party. So, again, we, we're used to hearing stories about you know, religious persecution from, from fundamentalist uh, Islamic groups or fundamentalist Hindu groups and so on. It's, it's a whole different thing when the persecution is coming directly from your government uh, with religious persecution from Islam or Hindu or so. You can at least attempt to take your complaints to the government. Now, again, in India and some of these places, they don't get any response from the government. But still, when it is the government actively persecuting you, you have no... Excuse me, you have no recourse. So pray for our brothers and sisters in China. Pray that they can find a place to uh, 
revive this school and provide the uh, education and the daycare uh, that is is needed in that area. And that brings us to our country for today. World Watch List number 25 is Turkey. So a few facts about Turkey. The region is the Middle East. The persecution type is Islamic oppression. The religion, main religion is Islam. The persecution level is very high. Population of Turkey is 83,836,000, of which about 171,000 are Christians, so a little less than 1%. Government is a presidential republic, and the leader is President Recep Tayyip Erdogan. And I know that I've heard his name pronounced, and I know I pronounced it wrong, but uh, Erdogan or, or something to that effect. But that is the leader of the country. So what does persecution look like in Turkey? In Turkey, religious nationalism is very strong. Excuse me, I got I to gotta, gotta get this picture off my face in the video. I apologize. All right. In Turkey, religious nationalism is very strong and is growing, putting enormous pressure on Christians. In contrast with previous years, the government has not only targeted foreign Christians, but has also banned foreign Christians who are married to Turkish citizens and who have children who are Turkish citizens. The atmosphere of increasing nationalism leaves precious little room for anyone to proclaim a different message, and Christians have to take great care in sharing their faith with others as it can arouse suspicion. Converting to Christianity from Islam is not illegal, but converts will likely face opposition and pressure from their family and the local community. In some cases, this can lead to divorce or disinheritance. The dangers mean some believers lead a double life and hide their conversion. Religious affiliation on identity documents can be legally can be legally changed, but in truth, it may be a stressful and difficult process. Even leaving one denomination for another can be problematic. This cocktail of Islam and nationalism also affects Christians from non-Muslim backgrounds. For example, ethnic minorities such as Greek, Armenians, and Syriacs, they are barely recognized as full members of Turkish society and encounter all kinds of legal and bureaucratic obstructions. Christians have limited access to state employment and experience discrimination in the private sector, especially where employers have ties to the government. Since religious affiliation is still recorded on old identity cards and the electronic chip of new identity cards, it is easy to discriminate against Christian applicants. What has changed in, Tur- in Turkey? Turkey has jumped nine, nine places since last year's World Watch List, reflecting the increasing and stifling impact of religious nationalism on Christianity and a clear increase in reported violence. The repurposing of two historic churches from museums to mosques over the summer of 2020 reinforced growing nervousness among Christians and over the Islamic and nationalistic direction in which the country is moving. In July, President Erdogan declared that the Hagia Sophia in Istanbul, a church built in the 6th century and converted to a mosque in the 15th century before being turned into a museum in 1935, would again be turned into a mosque. Two weeks later, the building was open for Muslim prayers. This has led to fear among Christians, with some younger believers considering leaving the country and moving to the West. There is even evidence to suggest that younger people generally in Turkey are refusing to buy into the pervading religious nationalism. Meanwhile, many foreign Christians are having to leave Turkey involuntarily. 
According to the Association of Protestant Churches, since January 2019, almost 60 foreign nationals, many working in Turkey as pastors or community leaders, have been told to leave and have not been allowed to re-enter the country. Who is most vulnerable to persecution? Converts experience, experience greater opposition in rural areas of Turkey. Consequently, a number of them live in urban places so they can live in more freedom. Historical Christian groups like the Armenian and Syrian and Assyrian Syriac churches face high pressure and hostility in the southeastern region of Turkey. So prayer points for Turkey. Pray that the stifling and suspicious atmosphere for Christians in Turkey will change. Pray that foreign Christians will be granted favor in their residency applications and in ongoing appeals against residency bans. And ask that all converts under pressure for their faith in Jesus will stand firm, grow in their love for Jesus, and be guarded from all harm. Let's pray. Father, thank you again this time we have to come together to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you. Lord, we thank you that we have a platform that we can come together on, this, this social media platform where we can join together across vast distances and even across the span of time as many people will watch this video or listen to this podcast later today and still join their voices with us as we pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in you, Lord. We lift up our, our brothers and sisters in China, Father, where these Christian schools have been, uh, the one school has been completely shut down and others continue to be raided in different uh, provinces of, of China, Lord, and where, where Christians are persecuted by their government, specifically because of their faith. Lord, we pray that you would uh, turn the hearts of the government, that you would uh, bring an end to the communist regime in China, and that you would uh, bring an atmosphere of religious freedom to, to those people there, that they would be able to worship as you, um, as you have, have uh, guided them, Lord. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Turkey. We pray that uh, that the suspicious atmosphere, that the monitoring of Christians would change, Lord, again, that that government would uh, be turned, their hearts would be turned more towards a religious freedom atmosphere and not a persecution of, of those who are not Islam. Uh, Lord, we pray for the, the foreign Christians in that country that have been kicked out. We pray that you would... Uh, be able to let them be able to return to that country to the jobs that they had and even families that they've been separated from uh, and lord we pray that the converts who experience all the pressure from their families and the communities that they would be bold in their proclamation of the gospel that they would be strong in their faith and that they would be willing to openly proclaim your truth and your word to those around them that even their witness would draw you you would use their witness through your holy spirit to draw people to repentance and faith in you lord and again we thank you for all this time we have, the time we have to come together and pray together and all the things that you have done and are doing in your church around the world. And it is for your glory and in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Again, thank you guys for, for coming and, and taking part in this, to joining us to pray for our brothers and sisters. If you know anybody who'd be willing to take 10 to 15 minutes a day to, to join us in prayer, uh, you can invite them to the Fifth Seal Facebook page 
or you can go over to the Evangelical Norm channel on YouTube, subscribe, hit the notification, get all the content that I release over there. Or again, you can get this as an audio podcast anywhere where you get audio podcasts, Amazon, Google Play, iTunes, uh, Spotify. This podcast is on all of those platforms. You can get it. If you don't have time to sit down and watch a video, you can put it in your ears and take it with you as you're out and about uh, doing errands or working or whatever it is. But please, if you have anybody that's willing to join us in prayer, invite them to, to join in with us as we lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.